Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Business of Thinking Big. I am your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and I'm so super excited to have you joining me today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to today's episode. This week, I'm talking about high and low season in your business, and I'm curious to know if you have a high season and a low season that feels really clearly defined for you. I'd love for you to hit me up on Instagram, shoot me a DM and tell me if you do have a high and a low season in your business. And today I'm going to talk about what this, what this means and what that might look like for you and what it looks like for me in my own business, because I do have a high season and a low season. And I carry this idea over, I think, from my days working in travel. Because as you know, once upon a time, I sold high-end luxury tours and I worked with this amazing team and we were all specialists and sold different regions. And I was on the Europe team and I sent people to Iceland and Portugal and Spain. It was really phenomenal. And as you probably know already, I got to go on some amazing adventures because of that. Um, so shout out to my peeps at Kensington Tours. Um, it was such a fun job. But the Europe team had a really long high season and everybody in the rest of the company knew it. Basically, uh, the first week in January, uh, so like that first Monday back after the kids go back to school, the phones would start ringing and ringing and ringing and they never stopped ringing to like October. <laughs> so we were busting our butts from January all the way through until the fall um, for about eight or nine months. And then we had about a three or four month low season. Now, I'm not suggesting that this is the right way to do things. That just happened to be the way it was at that time because people tend to book trips to Europe um, for the summertime, right? They tend to you know, go in April, May, all the way through till October, but they don't tend to go to Europe that much in the winter. So again, as salespeople, we were you know, fielding these calls and making these bookings and then helping these people go on their trips. So we were really busy and hustling hard for eight months of the year. So for two thirds of the year, and then for a third of the year, we got to kick back just a little bit. Um, now, if they're listening to this, they would probably say, no, we never kick back. We work hard all the time. Um, but, you know, if you work hard and you push hard all the time, and it feels like a lot of effort, you know where that's going to end in burnout. So I'm not a huge fan of, you know, if you're listening to this thinking, I push hard all the time. I don't ever have a low season. I don't ever scale back. You know, I'm not a huge fan of that because I don't think it leads to a sustainable business. I think we want to be thinking about taking breaks throughout uh, our year. And in fact, you might think about it this way. You've all heard, of course, those productivity um, reports that say that people that take more breaks tend to be more 
successful and tend to be more productive. So think about that both on a macro level and on a micro level. So on the micro level, we're talking about taking breaks throughout your day. So like, you know, you know, time blocking and working hard for maybe one to two hours and then going for a walk, right? That's the micro level is taking breaks throughout the day, um, shutting off in the evening, getting good sleep, getting good rest. The macro level is we also need to do this I think, in terms of our year, we want to create a time of the year that is a little bit quieter for us, where things slow down a bit, not entirely, but they slow down enough for us to catch our breath and work on the business and also focus on the things that we love. So that was me. That was my life for many years. I had this very long high season and I think, you know, I developed the habit of being good at pushing through. I developed the ability to um, stay the course and that serves me really well now in my business. Now, you might be thinking eight months sounds a little long and that's true. For you, what might work better is, you know, two high seasons and two low seasons. I know that people in real estate, this is often their pattern, right? I do have a couple of clients who are real estate agents and, you know, they're busy April, May, June. Uh, Then it gets a little bit quiet in the summer. Then it picks up in the fall and then it gets quiet at the uh, end of the year in the winter time. At least that's, that's the case here in Toronto know where I live. So I think it's super helpful for us to know and to anticipate where our high and low seasons are. I guess this has kind of been on my mind for the last several months. And I first realized this when I realized that 90-day planning doesn't really work for me. Um, so I'm going to go a bit against the grain here and say, you know, all of those coaches, you know, who talk about the 90 day year and 90 day goals. I'm not that coach. I don't actually believe that 90 day goals are the thing that works for everyone. If you're listening to this and they're working for you, then more power to you. Keep doing it because far be it for me to step in and tell you what works for you in terms of goal setting and planning. But it never quite worked for me. And I finally realized why. I realized my business does not really function in terms of four quarters. My business is more a trimester model. And I don't know a lot of people talking about this. So I wanted to jump on and share this with you guys to see if you find that this is also the case with you. And part of this is, at least for myself, I'm a mom. And I do want to have a little bit more time in the summer, a bit more downtime with my kids. And I know a lot of my clients are also moms and they feel the same way. They want a quieter summer. They want things to slow down a little and they're intentional about that. So this is partly by design for me and partly by accident. Um, but again, because my clients are also slower in the summer, then there's not as much for me to do. There's not as many things I need to execute and uh, serve in my business if my clients are also kind of taking it easy. Now, I'm kind of oversimplifying here, but I want to describe for you what my trimester model looks like. And I would love to hear if your business also works the same way. Because when I map this out, guys, this totally blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. For me, this is totally aligned with who I am and how I operate. And it reminded me of those days in the travel industry where, again, we had sort of two-thirds of the year we were busy, one-third we were quieter. And so this is what my 
annual calendar kind of looks like. So the first trimester, I would say, is the fall. So September through December, those four months, I am busy. People are getting back to work. They are focused on growing their business. And so there's demand there. When people are looking at growing their business, it makes sense that that's when I'm going to naturally show up more. That's when I'm going to offer more courses. That's when I'm going to have my conference, right? My big annual conference with Mamas & Co. That's when that should happen because that's when everybody is getting the buzz of like the back to school, back to work vibe, right? So I find that September through mid-December is really full on and people are moving and hustling and wanting to grow. So that's kind of the start of my year, actually. And then there's a little bit of a break. Things get a little quieter around the holidays. And my often my clients will not be working for those two weeks that their kids are off. And this year is actually the first time I'm going to be doing that as well. I'm going to take two full weeks off around the holidays, which I have never done before. And I'm really excited to see how that jives with me and my personality. Um, but yeah, I think that's sort of like that little break in December. That's when I'm able to kind of take a breath you know, take a pause, catch my breath and rejuvenate, restore, um, focus inward for a little bit and do some self-care, focus on me, focus on my family and doing the things that I love. So that's the first trimester. The second trimester is January. When people come back from that break, again, they're often like raring to go in their business and it's new year. They've set some maybe business goals or resolutions. And so that January through April, those four months are also really busy. It is also the time I have my women's retreat, the forces of nature retreat for remarkable women. I have that in January because it's a beautiful way for us to kick off the year. I also run courses at that time. So there might be a launch or two. And then I have a spring conference as well. So again, I'm moving. Things are being executed pretty regularly at that second trimester of the year, right? So By the time I get to April, I'm not going to lie. I'm often pretty burnt out. Or I don't love to say that I'm burnt out. I don't love going to that place, but I'm tired. I want to take a break. I am ready to slow things down. So that brings us to the third trimester, which is May through August. Now, May through August is the quietest time in my business naturally, But I've also aligned my offers to that now. I'm actually embracing it and more proactively building things in this way. So those four months of the year are my low season or my slow season, whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to talk about the difference between the high and low season, the kinds of things I do. I've already touched on it a little bit. Um, But that time for me is, again, it's more of a macro break in my business. It's I'm not I'm not not doing anything. <laughs> Please understand, I am working, but it is when I take more vacations, right? It is when I'm going to take more time for myself, for my family because again, there's not a huge demand for what I do. So it works really nicely. And I would love to hear if you find listening to this that hey, actually that's how my business works too. Because I'm just curious to see if there are others who work on this trimester model and I'm thinking up a few fun tools that I might be able to share with you here. Um, I've created some interesting calendars for myself so I can see my year at a glance. And I will try to share that over on Instagram 
this week. Um, but I just made them myself. I don't have a tools yet. So I will hopefully implement something in the future. And when I do, I will jump back on here and I will share it with you. Because again, my mind was a little bit blown when I discovered this whole trimester thing, right? This whole three equal parts of my business. So here's what I'm focusing on when I am in high season. When I'm in high season, I am mostly head down, and I am executing. I am putting out offers. I am marketing those offers. I might be doing some talks or some webinars to promote those offers. I am selling. Uh, That might also look like online launches for me. That might also look like, again, events and conferences for me. So basically, I am in execution mode, and there's not a lot of free time for much else. I hate to say it, but that is typically the case when I'm in those two trimesters, so September through December and January through April, when I am executing in the business, right? That is my focus, is to get things done and to move the business forward actively and proactively by executing. Now, conversely, during my low season, so that May through August, I do not have any conferences. I am not doing any launches, or at least at this time, I don't plan to do any launches. And I'm not executing any major marketing campaigns. So I'm still showing up on social media. I'm, I'm still, you know, serving my clients, of course, and I'm still doing this podcast. You're going to still hear stuff going out, but I'm not full on executing all day, every day, which I really, really love. And I want to share a little bit more about how I am embracing this low season of mine. So this summer term, if you will, um, or this summer trimester, if you will, I thought it would be fun to share a little bit about the kinds of things that I spend my time on during that time. Because again, I'm not hustling hard. Um, The business is slower. So here's what I tend to spend my time on during that May through August trimester. So I'll start with the things on the personal side. Because again, the personal tends to take a front seat at this time of year because it can. And I have talked about this a lot. During those months, I really try to spend Fridays not behind my desk. I really try to be out and enjoying the sunshine. And I might be meeting with a client, but again, I I don't consider that work in the same way. I'm not behind the computer. Um, I'm out exploring the city. I might go for a hike or I might go for lunch on a patio with a girlfriend. I do things that fuel me and that make me feel alive because I can. So Fridays off is my goal in that summer trimester. I also spend more time with my kids and I do fun things like we'll do a girl's day, Julia and I, I'll pull her out of school and we'll go and do something just the two of us. And I'm now trying to do that more with my son now that he's a bit older and have a mommy and Alex day with him where we can go do something just the two of us because again, we have the time. So doing more things with my family that I normally am not able to do when things are busier. I do more reading during the summer months and I explore new learning opportunities. So I might, um, you know, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more on the business side, but doing courses and things like that, listening, finding new podcasts. Uh, I love to swim. So in the summer months, there are all these amazing outdoor pools here in the city of Toronto where I live and I swim outdoors at least once a week and I absolutely love it. 
I also love going to farmer's markets and buying fresh veggies, and I love cooking, and we love barbecuing more in the summertime. Um, I, I just do things a lot more with my family. We, we recently bought a new patio set, and we are totally loving that, so we're trying to do more outdoor dining as well and more entertaining. And yeah, I try to spend more time with my husband as well because he's amazing, and we you know when we're both busy, we don't get as much time to do that. So we do regular date nights, and actually sometimes we do like a biking date night where we'll have the babysitter come at like six o'clock and we'll go for a cool bike ride, like down to the brickworks or the beaches or something. And we'll grab a bite and grab a beer and then we'll bike home. And we're like home and in bed by 10 o'clock, the best kind of date night. If you ask me, (laughs) I am so not a night owl. You guys probably already know that. So that's kind of the fun things I get to do on the personal side when things are slower. Now, on the professional side, again, I am still serving clients. So I never, you know, I don't close up shop for two months or anything like that. I'm always there for my clients, uh, but I'm focusing more on the bigger picture. So I'm shifting more to strategic thinking and planning ahead. And that's where I'm going to sit down and map out my whole year ahead. So if I play my cards right, like at at least maybe even by the time that this podcast is released, I will have mapped out my entire year starting in September all the way through next April. Like how good would that feel if you were able to do that for yourself in your business, get your whole, all your major events and all the major anchors in your business totally mapped out like six to eight months in advance. I am feeling pretty stoked about that right now. And I think it's possible. So I'll give you an update on that. But again, focusing on the bigger picture and doing the kinds of things that I don't want to be doing when things are busier. So things like batch recording this podcast. Now, at the time of recording this, it is June, but you are probably going to be hearing this podcast sometime later in the summer because that's what I love to do. I love to sit down. I like to record three or four episodes in a day. And then I do the same thing with my guest episodes. I'll do three or four guest episodes the same day because mm, this may be a bit too much information, but for me, recording solo episodes is a totally different skill set than recording interviews. I just find it's very different. And uh, and I find actually the solo episodes a lot easier. Uh, I don't know why that is. I'm going to try to do some digging there. But anyway, um, and that's how I do it. So I'll batch record my podcast. And whatever you do, you might want to think about, you know, in your slower season, batch creating your content, whether it's blogs, whether it's videos, any kind of content that you can create in advance so you're not scrambling at the last minute, I am all for that. And I am a big fan of batching stuff. So again, this summer, I'm going to line up a whole bunch of podcasts so I don't have to record that much during my busier fall season. Um, As I already mentioned, I do tend to spend a lot of my downtime on learning and like courses. So I have done some amazing online courses. I've done Amy Porterfield's courses. Of course, I've done Rick Mulready's course. And there's some other people whose courses I really want to do. I really want to do James James Wedmore's Business by Design. I just think that I would probably get a ton out of that as well. So I love learning, but there's a time and a place. And my summer trimester, when things are slower, is the perfect time for me to really hunker down and get sunk into a really juicy online course that's going to help me further my business. So basically, what I'm talking about here is when things are slower, I get to focus on working on the business instead of 
in the business. And I think we all need that from time to time. We all need breaks. We cannot simply power through 24-7. We all know those people that pride themselves on hustling hard and I never stop and I don't have time for that. But how happy and fulfilled do those people seem to you? Because I'm going to say those people don't really seem all that fulfilled. And I see them a lot. You know, I, I work with and see a lot of business owners. Thankfully, not many of my clients are in that boat. But, you know, working hard does not necessarily, or working harder does not necessarily mean being more productive, which is why I really love the concept of working smarter, not harder. And I think once you understand the flow of your particular calendar year, then I think it's easier to start thinking about working smarter. When you can see that you are naturally busy in your business, do not pile more on during that time. So for the real estate agent who's very busy April through July, that is not the time to go and restructure all of your marketing. (laughs) That is not the time. You need to be servicing your clients and helping them buy and sell homes. That's what you need to be doing. You need to be on. Um, But, you know, uh, December and maybe even January when things are a little bit slower, that's when you can work on your strategy. That's when you can work on looking at your email marketing and your, you know, restructuring your whatever. Like that's the time. So, My friends, I am offering this to you today. I would love to know if you already operate on a high and low season model like I do. Again, and if you are in this sort of trimester world like me, hit me up on Instagram and shoot me a DM. I would super love to hear it. And if you're not there yet, maybe this episode has offered you the opportunity to think about it and to think, hmm, would something like Uh, having a slower season in my business at some point, would that serve me more? Does it make sense for me to be more intentional about having a high and a low season? And do I want to think about adopting Leanne's trimester model? Because wherever you are in your business, at at the end of the day, it's about, you know, you know me, you know, I'm about building profitable businesses that light us up, that make us feel amazing. And my guess is if you're powering through 24-7, if you're feeling like you don't have a spare minute of the day all year round, you probably are not truly fulfilled. You probably are not living your best life and enjoying the best version of this business. So I want to inspire you to think about adopting some downtime, some structured and scheduled downtime or low season in your business because it's been a game changer for me and I think it could really help you as well. That's it for me. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com.